It's the Columbus Day holiday weekend, and we're off this weekend while Mary and I remain in Maui, coming off last week's broadcast from here, and stop six of our special Let's Go America tour. So today we're sharing an encore presentation and re-airing Stop 5 from Washington, D.C. that originally aired back on September 11th. We hope you all have a great weekend. Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. And let's go, America. It is just past 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, September 11th. We welcome you back for Hour 2 of RM World Travel. Today, Mary and I, we are coming to you live from the Four Seasons Hotel in Washington, D.C. It is Stop 5 on the big Let's Go America tour. If you're just checking in, well, you missed our visit to the Pentagon to commemorate the 20th anniversary of 9-11 last hour. Uh, as well as everything else we talked about last hour. But you can always stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com, including audio archives of the show that are posted in podcast format about you know an hour or two after the live show ends. So as we begin hour two, we have two of our local area affiliates here with us, ready to go. Uh, and that means it's time for the NCF before we get to everything else that we have planned this hour. Over the past 76 weeks, folks, you all know we've been deploying our national network in reverse fashion to provide everyone with real-time coronavirus reports from around America, but we've also evolved it now to include other important national and local travel topics that impact all of us. That's right. All right, let's get right into the National Communal Forum. Here in person with us, we have on mics three and four, we'd like to welcome Mark Bevin, General Manager with our Baltimore affiliate, AM680 WCBM Radio, and Greg Cluxton, representing our local Washington, D.C. affiliates, AM570, AM1250, and FM105.1 WRC Radio, and he also happens to be a 25-year White House correspondent for SRN News. Yes, he is. So, Greg uh, and Mark, good morning to both of you guys. Good Good morning. morning. Thanks for being here with us. Really appreciate it. Greg, we're going to start with you uh, since we are here all in the D.C. area and it is 9-11. Really like to know if you were traveling with President Bush that day back in 2001. And if so, maybe what it was like or what occurred. And any thoughts you want to share about where the city has come over the past 20 years in rebounding from the terrorist attacks? I was here in Washington, was not traveling with the president uh, that day to Florida, as you mentioned. I was in the press pool the day before, September 10th, with President Bush. In fact, because there was a congressional picnic scheduled for the South Lawn of the White House on the evening of September 11th, the president could not take off on the Marine One helicopter that day from the White House location. We took off from the helipad just outside the Pentagon. So we were there just a few hours before the Pentagon was struck uh, the day before. Uh, But I was here in Washington. We had a staff meeting I was going to be attending uh, that morning since the president was uh, was traveling, was out of town. And uh, I was on the Metro subway system when the first plane hit the first tower in New York. I walked into the newsroom just as the second uh, plane struck up in New York City. And then we were immediately thrust into uh, emergency long-form news programming, and I was there till late into the evening uh, as a part of a as part of a news team 
talking about and uh, sharing with the country what had happened. Everything had happened. Yeah. yeah. Like, like we were saying earlier, we all remember where we were that day. Thank you for that report. Uh, Mark, we certainly felt the 9-11 attacks living up in the New York City area, but it really, there was a ripple effect in the entire tri-state area, even up to Rhode Island, and of course, with what happened in Pennsylvania. So Baltimore is only 40 miles uh, or so outside of D.C. I'm curious, how did you see that tragic day impact your city and, and maybe even your stations, and, and what were you doing? Well, it was actually on that day, uh, we had uh, Tom Marr on as a host uh, during that time period, 9 to noon, for anyone in the listening audience who remembers Tom Marr. And uh, one of the things that he did report on was he thought the first one was very strange anyway, and he knew when the second plane hit, he said, we're under attack. And he did actually say bin Sa- uh, Osama bin Laden was behind it. So he's like one of the first people that actually were was identifying it as the uh, source. And no one else had been reporting that. And Marr was the one who went out on the limb and said I, he thought that this had all the tale, tale signs of uh, the terrorist. And then Baltimore itself, I mean, you know, obviously they, they have, we have the, our own World Trade Center. And they, they, they wanted that, uh, everyone evacuated from there because they thought that was going to be that could be under attack. And then, uh, you know, when I saw the first uh, plane uh, crashing and burning into that uh, first uh, tower, having come, uh, been in that building before, I, 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 I would said to myself, I don't see how that's going to be able to stay up. I said, there's this huge hole and it's, it's massive. And I, even though that building is incredible, as far as something like that, I was thinking to myself, I don't see how it can stand up. Well, by 10.28 a.m., as we said, you know, both buildings were gone. And, and I know we were talking before the show today. I mean, you, you've clearly spent a fair amount of time up there, and, and obviously we living there. Uh, it's just um, it's a moment. I, I'm curious as we transition that, you know, a lot's made of the travel world that the way the country rebounded from 9-11 uh, we're going to have a similar rebound from the coronavirus pandemic. I mean, I, I think they're very different, frankly. I, I don't really subscribe to that personally, but I want to know what you both think. I mean, we'll go, Greg, do you, do you agree, disagree? Do you see any, see any correlations, anything there? Well, certainly, uh, when you look at the pandemic, you know, the country has been uh, and still is to a degree shut down, certainly not like it was a year ago uh, in terms of travel, mobility, uh, and, and just going to the grocery store, that kind of thing. Uh, but, you know, if you think back, especially in, in New York City and Washington, D.C., those cities, in, in, at least in the immediate aftermath, they were, it was a shutdown. Uh, we had traffic, uh, I'm sorry, we had air traffic completely shut down for days. We didn't have airplanes flying overhead like we have here this morning in Washington, D.C. So there was, there was a period of, of, of needing to rebound from a shutdown uh, even even after 9-11. I agree that th- there are obviously differences between the health crisis okay, and, and the terrorist attack. It's a worldwide pandemic to yeah. me. I mean, sure, what, absolutely. I, I, I get, but Mark, what your thoughts? Oh, I, I think that uh, the tone of the president has changed, and uh, I think that uh, w- this is not going away. Uh, you know, you see more and more people now wearing the mask. And I mean, and the problem is, is that it's a lot of the experts are saying it's not the right mask. So, I mean, you know, it's one of these things where it's going to be with us for, I think, a while. And unfortunately, it's definitely going to affect travel. As you can see, I think some of the uh, airlines are already reporting cancellations. And, uh, you know, this is going to happen I wish it wasn't the case, and uh, this other variant is another way of people 
you know, just getting more and more afraid. And uh, I think it's just going to be with us for a while. I agree with you. I think we're going to have to at some point just decide we're going to have to learn to live with this. We're going to run out of time here. I don't know if we have time for this real quick. Favorite thing to do in your city? And then let's get to you, Greg. Go ahead. Favorite thing to do? Uh, you know, Washington, D.C. is wonderful at night with all of the memorials lit up, especially uh, late summer, early fall. It's hard to beat. Mark? Well, definitely the Camden Yards and Raven Stadium when you can get to a ball game. And there's a great uh, taxi ride around the Inner Harbor if you want to take one that goes through all of the uh, highlights of the uh, Inner Harbor. Great well, options. We thank both of you very much for being here today. Thank you for being affiliates of the show. Really appreciate it. Uh, and yeah, we're thank not going to hit both. the break. Thank Folks, you. as we continue from the Four Seasons Hotel in Washington, D.C., after this quick sponsors break, show friend Richard Abalafia will be stepping up to the microphone. We're going to talk all things aviation. We're back in a quick three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. All of us travelers like new things, and here's a way to add some fun and excitement into your life or send someone special a very cool gift. Bespoke Post partners with small businesses around America and emerging brands to deliver unique travel goods and a lot more every month. Each box costs just $45, but it's guaranteed to provide over $70 worth of goods. Check them out and place your order at boxofawesome.com, and when you use code CARRY, you'll save 20% on whatever you buy. You can also find a link on our website, rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. Dealing with car repairs can feel like a lose-lose situation, but when we call CarShield, their administrators handle the expensive payments and paperwork so we don't have to anymore. It's a win-win. We get to pick our favorite mechanics to do the work, and CarShield's administrators take care of the rest. Plans from CarShield even provide roadside assistance, rental coverage, and trip reimbursement, all at no additional charge. So get coverage today. Visit carshield.com carry to save 10%. Visit carshield.com carry to save 10%. A deductible may apply. Robert here with a simple question. Who's looking out for your home or small business when you're traveling? Well, there's an award-winning security system that's engineered with all the latest advanced tech and features to keep your place, your family, and your team safe. And they've just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera, too. It includes ultra-wide, 140-degree field of view, 1080p HD resolution, and 8 times zoom, plus night vision. To get your new system and save 20%, go to simplysafe.com carry, simplysafe.com carry, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. If you're looking for a new mattress, look no further than Helix. This is an all-American-made mattress company that gets it, folks. We're not all the same, so why would you buy a one-size-fits-all mattress? HelixSleep.com carry makes it simple with high-quality, soft, medium, firm, and even plus-size mattresses, all designed to fit your particular sleep preferences. Go take their two-minute online quiz to match your body type and sleep style to the best mattresses out there, and right now you'll also save $200 at HelixSleep.com carry or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. We'll all be back with you live again next weekend. But today for the Columbus Day holiday weekend, we're replaying stop number five of our special Let's Go America tour from September 11th in Washington, D.C. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now back to RM World Travel. Go America. Thanks for being part of our big broadcast today. Mary and I appreciate you being aboard with us as it is stop five of RM World Travel's Let's Go America tour. 
and we are coming to you from the Four Seasons Hotel, Washington, D.C. This portion of the program is sponsored by Preferred Hotels and Resorts. It is, and you know travel comes in a lot of different forms. Whether you're on the move for leisure or maybe you're starting to travel for business again, we do encourage you to consider the more than 700 Preferred Hotels and Resorts properties in 80 countries around the world. Well, keep growing, folks, and when you decide where's next, Preferred Hotels and Resorts, well, they've got you covered. They, it, that could be whether it's top luxury resorts, big city hotels, longer stay residence properties, or just something different. We also have you covered. Just go to our website, rmworldtravel.com. Click on the I Prefer banner right there at the top of the homepage. You can enroll in elite status as a listener of our show. It's for free, and you can make your travels more rewarding. All right, so this is radio, but everyone listening, folks, I'm smiling because we are about to welcome to the show Richard Abulafia, who many of you listening regularly already know who he is. He's on uh, frequently. This is the first time we're meeting in person. He's one of America's top aviation analysts, and he's a vice president with the Teal Group. And his daughter as well. So, Richard, for what's going to be your ninth appearance on the program with us, but I agree with Mary, you know, it's first time in person. Welcome to America's number one travel radio show. It's so great to be on. Thanks so much for doing this. Well, thank you. Listen, and your daughter's here great as well, so you. it's great yes. to have her. She's taking so, all the photos today. Exactly right. Very so helpful. Our producers are back <laughs> in New York. I will just let you know when you hear that, so we're all good with photos that are coming your way. But, you know, we mentioned at the start of hour, hour, hour one, I should say, you know, today is the 20th anniversary of 9-11. I'm interested, Richard, I mean, since aviation is your thing, uh, you know, getting your thoughts on the major changes in the aviation sector of travel uh, since that terrible day. And, do you, you know, I mentioned last segment uh, w with Mark and Greg, do you see any comparisons to the industry trying to rebound from the coronavirus pandemic? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, first of all, uh, no matter what has happened since that, that terrible day, um, I'm so thrilled to report that people have gotten back out there. You know, if anything, air travel growth globally and in the U.S. has outperformed what it was before. So people were determined to get out there and see the world. And that's such an important part of, well, people understanding each other at the end of the day. So uh, from this industry standpoint, I'm thrilled that we had exactly the right response. You get out there, see the world, meet people. And uh, that's that's a very happy story, I think, on a lot of levels. Are there comparisons? Yeah, very definitely. Unfortunately, the numbers are a little daunting. You know, at the end of 2001, air traffic fell relative to 2000 by about 3%. Last year, relative to the previous year, fell by 66%. This was wow. the whole system, like most of the economy, going into a, what one economist called a, a kind of medically induced coma, if you will. And I guess the only way to put a positive spin on this, which I think is accurate, is that when you fall like that, you have an amazing recovery. And we're starting to see that in some key markets. And we're going to continue seeing it as the Delta epidemic, or hopefully that part of the, the pandemic, gets taken under control. Wayne's, yes. Yes. Um, Richard, in a post 9-11 world, we have fewer airlines and less competition. And I mentioned on the show a few weeks ago that airfares really haven't changed that much over the past 25 years. There are factors for that, obviously inflation when you factor it in, but it's sort of interesting, competition, technology. From your role as an analyst, what do you think about the value that airlines are providing for us today? I mean, that's a great question. You know, look, there's no question in, in real terms, we've been gently, gently, gently deflating. You know, you'd maybe not show up at, at, when you want it to show up, when you want to fly somewhere, but in aggregate over time, every so, every, so, every so often you see a little step reduction in what it costs. And that, of course, is a terrific stimulus for people flying. That's what you want. That's what catalyzes market growth. Um, 
can we keep going with that? Well, we're, you know, obviously kind of running out of ways <laughs> to control costs, but I think it's been a very positive story. So here we are, you know, in the nation's capital today, Richard. Uh, you know, it's, it's the home to so many government agencies, obviously. It has me thinking of the FAA. And really, the fiasco involving the Boeing 737 MAX, you know, it's hurt the FAA's reputation, clearly. Uh, but we have such an antiquated, you know, air traffic control system in this country still. You know, some of it dates back to the 40s, the 50s, you know, the 60s, and I could, you know, we could go on. So do you think we're ever going to see a modern air traffic control system? Because when you think about commercial jets, cargo jets, you know, drones now, all this, the skies are busy. They sure are. And they're only getting busier, right. um, especially during this recovery, which, uh, you know, it's going to put new challenges and strains on the system. Um, I'm confident we will. We'll be dragged kicking and screaming into the 1990s. <laughs> the 1990s, thank you. <laughs> you know, I, you look at what we need to do. It's a GPS-based system. It's, uh, you know, implemented globally. We're, 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 we're moving towards it. Um, the FAA has an awful lot on its plate. And part of the problem, of course, is adequate resources. You know, there's been this mantra of star of the beast, you know, about government. And, and sometimes I, I get where that's coming from, but sometimes it goes too far. And the FAA, frankly, should not have been under-resourced. And I think it needs to be given the, well, the resources needed to do this job. And of course, also to make sure it has the people to do the hands-on inspections needed certified jets without any of the controversies that uh, affected us during the 737 MAX challenge. Um, I think we're going to get there. I think we've we've gotten that message and those resources will be provided. Well, that's encouraging mm. news because, I mean, it, it, it's yeah. a little daunting with what's out there right now. Absolutely. No, there's, as you say, been a few reputational hits and obviously from the standpoint of air traffic management you know some of it does look a little creaky but you know on the other hand the system has had incredible growth and the max has grabbed a lot of headlines but you, you look at it the last decade you know in u.s airspace not a single death i mean that that's incredible from yeah. an air mm -hmm. from a transportation, yeah. transportation. standpoint yeah. exactly yeah. you know just, right. that alone well, that alone yeah and that shows that you're dealing with some real professionals here. Yeah. So I want to talk to you about some of these low-budget airlines that are cropping up. Uh, over the past month, we've been talking with executives at United, uh, American, and Breeze Airways, Dave Nealman. As you know, Richard is back uh, with Breeze, his new airline. He shared some of his ambitious ambitions with us back in August. Uh, do you think Breeze Airways or the other new startup, Avello, uh, what, what, are, what are your thoughts on these airlines taking some of these routes that the big three just aren't offering? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. You know, there are a lot of failures in the history of creating low-cost and ultra-low-cost carriers, but the idea fundamentally is good. You go to the underutilized smaller airports, typically in the suburbs, and, well, say, hey, look, traveler, or would-be traveler, maybe if we came to your town, you'd travel, and would right. you like to go to Florida or whatever? Right. And, uh, Allegiant was one of the great successes with this, you know, get out there and, you know, hey, people in Dubuque, would you like to go to Vegas this weekend? And, you know, they made a lot of money doing yes. that. Uh, <laughs> and, and hey, that that's fantastic in terms of total system growth. Uh, now, having said that, yeah, you can you can go badly wrong here. Uh, obviously, if there's a double dip in terms of air travel demand. Um, well, we're seeing that, and the business traveler is not back out there right now. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, there could be capital challenges. People giving you money, you know, the terms of debt could go up. You know, true. Mm. there's any number of things that could go wrong. But I, I, you know, I just welcome innovation because it really does get more people into the system. So as you take a look right now, we're, we're past 
Labor Day weekend. Uh, kids are back in school. We're not doing remote learning. Uh, I'm curious if you, uh, you know, and, and what we just said, the volume of travelers is down. Okay, business travelers, people are not back in offices to the level that we all expected they would be. So that's down. Are there any of the airlines out there that maybe the, you know, I'll say the yellow light, but it could be the red light that's flashing that has you concerned uh, that, uh, I, I don't know, or conversely, is there an airline that you think right now that's doing all right? Well, you know, it's hard to identify um, winners and losers because it's really just the U.S. domestic market. And, of course, you've got carriers with a heavy reliance on international for profits waiting for borders to open up again and the most important, the crucial transatlantic markets to come back. You know, but, you know, generally you look at the, you know, the Southwest's, um, they're really well positioned. Um, that sort of experienced low cost. They're used to dealing with challenges. Um, you know, but I, I have a lot of respect for Delta. I think uh, they're doing very well given the circumstances. Um, I'm, I'm happy to say the U.S. market in general for airlines uh, looks like it's going to get through this without any major challenges without any, well, I should say, shouldn't say challenge. The challenges well, that's encouraging because as Mary said, listen, the executives we've had on when we were out in Chicago for stop four uh, from United, we've had on with American and even David Nealman, again, he's back with the airline five. Um, you know, it, it'll be more to come. And unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it yeah, there. We, could keep we going wanted to talk you. about the triple seven X because, you know, now we're talking 2023 or what, so who knows. <laughs> But, Richard, thank you very much for joining us here today live. We appreciate it very much for you coming in. When we were planning Stop 5 and Let's Go America Tour, Mary and I, we told we, we were sitting down with our team. We said, all right, Richard Abelafi, we need yeah. to make sure he comes in. Thank you. It's great to see you in person. I'm really thrilled. Thanks thank so you. much for having me on the show. Thank you. Really appreciate it. All right, now you can go enjoy the spread that they've put out here for you. And thank you, Alex, for taking care of everybody. All right, folks, up next, we're going to be taking you to Virginia wine country. Mary and I took a drive out to Percival, Virginia on Thursday, where we were married. We had a chance to spend some time with the owner of the award-winning Sunset Hills Vineyard. Stay with us, everyone. The RM World Travel Let's Go America Tour rolls on after these messages. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Getting the care you need to stay healthy, whether traveling or at home, shouldn't be hard or expensive, and I think we'd all agree everyone should be able to afford their medications. That's why we recommend checking out GoodRx.com carry to instantly compare prescription prices at every pharmacy in your area. Start saving up to 80% on your prescriptions today. Just go to GoodRx.com carry or visit rmworldtravel.com for a link. GoodRx is not insurance but can be used instead of insurance. In 2020, GoodRx users received an average savings of over 70% of retail prices. If you're looking for a new mattress, look no further than Helix. This is an all-American-made mattress company that gets it, folks. We're not all the same, so why would you buy a one-size-fits-all mattress? HelixSleep.com carry makes it simple with high-quality, soft, medium, firm, and even plus-size mattresses, all designed to fit your particular sleep preferences. Go take their two-minute online quiz to match your body type and sleep style to the best mattresses out there, and right now you'll also save $200 at HelixSleep.com carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Wherever or however you're hearing today's show, thanks for tuning in. What follows is a Columbus Day weekend encore presentation from Stop 5 of our Let's Go America Tour in Washington, D.C. on 9-11. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. 
Let's go, America. Mary and I welcome you back to Washington, D.C. in the Four Seasons Hotel right here on Pennsylvania Avenue in the Georgetown section of the city. And we are live on remote today. Stop five of our big Let's Go America tour. Yeah, so, Robert, this uh, D.C. area is really special to us. We were married here. And on Thursday, we ventured out to Purcellville, Virginia, in Loudoun County, where we officially tied the knot. And while well, we were Mike, there, well, we had Mary the chance were... to visit with uh, Mike Kenny and Mike, along with his wife, Diane. They are the owners of Sunset Hills Vineyard. They bought the land back in 1997. They've been growing great grapes there for over 20 years. They had their first harvest back in 2001. The rest, they say, is, uh, is history. As today, it's one of the top vineyards in Virginia. And here's that interview with Mike Canny. Well, Mike, while Mary and I were getting married in this area back in 1995, you and your wife, Diane, were here staking out the perfect site for a vineyard. And that certainly was the, the time to do it, for sure, because we've seen a lot of growth here as Percival and Hillsborough and the surrounding areas have really just boomed in growth. So you've added many acres since that time, including the 1870 barn that we're in right now. Uh, can you share how your original version is still reflected in the vineyards today? When we first started, our plan was to grow, to see if we could grow good grapes in Virginia. And when we first started, it was a very new idea. And we started with planting three acres of Chardonnay up the hill. And that turned out pretty well. And over the years, we've expanded again and again to now we have five farms in northern Virginia. And we farm about 80 acres of mature grapevines. And they've really have done well. You've had uh, quite a history here over the years since 1995. And Robert, we should have bought that land for sure. The growth really is amazing here. Talk with us about the grapes and the wines, because one of your sayings is from our vines to your glass. I know a lot of vineyards use grapes from other regions, and that's fine. But your wines are all based on grapes that are grown here in Virginia, correct? And about how many varieties do you have? Yes. So I think it's an authenticity for us. It was always important to Diane and I when we started to grow our own grapes. You know, if you think in the glass, everything that's in your glass had to come out of a grape. So if you can control the quality of the grapes, you can control the quality of the wine. Over the years, it's been matching the different kinds of grapes with the different growing conditions that we have. Because when the grapes are happy, when they're doing well in, on that parcel of land, that's when you're able to produce the best grapes. So over the years, we've increased what we grow. We now have 15 varieties of grapes that we grow, five different farms spread out over about 100 miles. And it's matching that, that grape variety with the right climate has really done well. And these grapes, are all of your wines are made from Virginia grapes. That's right. In yeah. fact, all of our wines are made from our grapes. We grow more than we actually use, and we keep the best and we sell the rest uh, so that we're able to use the best grapes for our own wines. Well, that, that's a recipe for success for sure. So, you know, the years between 2008 and 2011 saw the opening of your tasting room here, which we're in as, as we speak. Uh, and I mentioned you've also purchased other vineyards. It's no small operation for sure. Uh, I'd like to know how many farms do you currently have? We can talk about that a little bit. But, you know, I always say if you're going to do something, go at it full ferocity, be the best at it. Clearly, you're, look, you're doing that. So I'm sure you and Diane must have an ultimate goal for the vineyards, do you not? Well, we do, but we got into it by really a goal of, I, it's, a, it's quality. We always do whatever we can to make the very best quality wine we possibly can, and the best customer experience, because I think the two have to go hand in hand. And it's hard because the vineyards, when you buy them and plant them, it's five years before those grapes show up as wine in somebody's glass. So you have to be forecasting out where the business needs to be five years from now to plant the grapes now so that you have them in five years. In a way, we have a longer product cycle than General Motors does for cars. So you really have to be forward-looking and where, where you want the business to be. 
Mike, we know your wines have won many state and national awards, but the people here in Virginia have also voted you Best Winery several times. I'm looking at some signs here, Best of Loudoun County winner. Um, what does that mean to you, your wife, and your team? I think that first, we're very flattered. Th these awards, the best in Loudoun County the last two years, we also had won the best in Virginia for three years, about 10 years ago. What it really means to me, these are people voting, our customers and other customers voting on what they perceive as the best winery. And I'm very flattered that hundreds and thousands of people that come here would think that we are the best. I mean, I know how hard we work, but it's really a, a great compliment to us that that hard work that we do, that the customers really see that and they value that. You know, Mary and I, as I said, so here we are in Percival, Virginia. We were married here. The area has just mushroomed, as I've said. I, has that surprised you at all? And just how many wineries and vineyards are actually here now? It does surprise me. When we first started, I think we were number five in the area. And at the time, it was a long shot that this would even work. What we worried about is planting grapes in what used to be cornfields and cow pastures. We were hoping that it would that this area really would take off. And it's a credit to, to the quality of the wineries nearby that the industry has really taken off to where now it is a viable uh, weekend destination for so many people. Definitely a destination to come uh, try some wine, which is what I think we're going to be doing right now, Mike. Uh, our time is up today. We've really enjoyed our time being back in Percival, and we appreciate the tour and all that you've done and that you've built. So our best to you, Diane, your wife, and your team. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, folks, with the holiday season coming in just over two months, or if you're looking to add some something new to your wine collection at home, you can connect with Mike and Diane at sunsethillsvineyard.com. Order up a case or a few bottles. Let us know your thoughts at our website. Mary, they've done a really nice job there at Sunset Hills Vineyard. Nice to be back in personal. It really was. Loudoun County is now home to at least 40 different vineyards. You can make a fun weekend trip, enjoy that gorgeous part of the country. And right now we need to take a brief sponsor's break. Our live remote broadcast from Washington, D.C. And stop five on the Let's Go America Tour continues in three minutes. Rudy checks in with the National Harbor. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Wherever your travels take you, Preferred Hotels and Resorts is ready to accommodate with excellent offers all listed on their website at preferredhotels.com. And listeners of our show will also get exclusive elite status in their I Prefer Loyalty program that delivers room upgrades, priority early check-in and late checkout privileges, private rates, plus points for free nights, meals, hotel activities, and more. To enroll, just go to our website at rmworldtravel.com and click on the I Prefer banner right there on the top of the homepage. Can't miss it. Sign up's going to take you just a minute or two. Safe travels, everyone. Have you heard the news? Metamucil now makes a delicious fiber gummy. Made by the fiber brand you trust, these gummies are a delicious and convenient way to get more fiber. That's because Metamucil fiber gummies are made with an exclusive blend of prebiotic plant-based fibers that are expertly crafted into delicious gummies that give you 5 grams of fiber in each easy-to-take serving. Try new Metamucil gummies today. Metamucil gummies are a delicious new way to promote your digestive health. Metamucil gummies are available at Walgreens and Walgreens.com. Try them today. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. 
If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, pricing fees may apply, call for cost information and conditions, equal housing, license at all 50 states, analysts, consumer access, federal, and MyPillow and the MyPillow team are offering our listeners some excellent deals when you use our special promo code CARRY. For example, their all-new quilts, bathrobes, and sleepwear are 30% off. Giza Dreams bed sheets are 50% off. Their luxury hotel-quality towels and washcloths six-piece set, $39.99, a $70 savings. MyPillow slippers are 50% off. Premium MyPillow bed pillows, $29.98. You'll get a 60-day money-back guarantee plus a warranty. Find all the offers under radio specials at MyPillow.com with promo code CARRY or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To fix uneven, crooked teeth, you need to see an orthodontist. And Candid, the invisible, comfortable, and removable aligners, only works with orthodontists. They're the specialists. While poorly reviewed, insanely priced, clear aligner companies use general dentists, the average treatment is just six months, and with your aligner treatment, you'll get your teeth whitening for free. Get started from home or book an appointment at a studio today. Go to CandidCO.com carry and use code CARRY, C-A-R-E-Y, to save $75 on your Candid starter kit or visit armworldtravel.com. I'm Mary Carey saying thanks for tuning in for this special Encore presentation. Next week, we'll all be back with you live as Robert and I return from Maui. Have a great weekend, everyone. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. This segment of the show is sponsored by boxofawesome.com. There's a name for you. Add some fun and excitement into your life or send someone a very cool gift. Bespoke Post partners with small businesses around America to bring you the most unique goods every month in a box. From travel and outdoor gear to breezy summer styles, even grooming goods and so much more, their collections cover every part of your life. Just take a simple online quiz at boxofawesome.com and then based on your answers, their team chooses items for you or whomever you decide to surprise with a gift. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can even skip a month or cancel anytime hassle-free. Each box costs about $45, but it's exactly $45, actually. But it's guaranteed to have more than $70 worth of gear inside that you're going to love. Right now, our show fans get 20% off your first box at boxofawesome.com when you enter the code CAREY, C-A-R-E-Y, at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code CAREY. For 20% off your first box. Or, as always, you can go to rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Just outside Washington, D.C. in Maryland, uh, right on the Potomac River, is a planned community that maybe not a lot of people who visit D.C. or Baltimore know about. It's called National Harbor, um, but you often don't see it referenced when you see lists of things to do in D.C. Robert and Mary visited there this week, and I'm delighted to have Jackie Saunders, the Assistant Vice President of National Harbor, join me now to tell us about it. Now, Jackie, when I lived in D.C., there was one large hotel that was being built for conventions. I have a feeling, I know from looking at the website, this thing has grown hugely, if there's such a word. Tell us, is there more than one hotel now? 
Yes, we actually have eight hotels. So you're referencing uh, the Gaylord National Resort and Convention Center, but we also have the MGM Resort and Convention sorry, Resort and Casino, as well as several other hotel properties. That's interesting. There are only six casinos in Maryland. I have a feeling yours might be one of the larger ones. Yes, absolutely. The MGM has one of the largest casino floors on the East Coast. And 160 stores and 40 restaurants? Yes, that actually is including, of course, Tanger Outlets, which is a great partner of ours for shopping. And uh, I know this is a planned community, but I haven't been since it's expanded so much. Is there a residential component to it? Yes, we actually have uh, 2,500 residents at National Harbor and uh, various different types of housing. So we have apartments, townhomes, and condos, so lots of options for people to live at National Harbor. And is there room for it to get larger? Absolutely. Uh, plenty of more development in the future. We actually have a, uh office headquarters uh, development uh, we're looking to expand over the next uh, few years as well. And if I walked out the door of my townhouse on Capitol Hill in D.C., how long would it, presuming it's not rush hour, how long would it take me to drive <laughs> to uh, National Harbor for dinner? Uh, 15 to 20 minutes from D.C. So it's a quick jump over and very easy access. And what percentage of your business comes from D.C.? What percentage comes from Baltimore? Uh, well, actually, we have about half uh, regional visitation and then uh, additional from outside the area. So all the way up, you know, the East Coast um, from other destinations. And is it still a, a big place for conventions? Absolutely. The Gaylord National reopened on July 1st, so meetings have been coming back. So it's a huge part of our attraction here and visitation. So we welcome all the groups that come in for not only their meetings, but with the other hotels as well. And I know as much as like we'd like to be out of COVID season, we're still smack in the middle of it. Is everything pretty much open there? Um, yes. You know, we follow uh, Maryland restrictions and guidelines. Uh, same with the county, Prince George's County that we're in. Uh, and right now everything is fully open. Uh, just some, you know, master mask um, requirements and things like that. But um, we follow everything. And so we try to make sure that it's um, a safe environment to visit. So mask requirements inside restaurant or inside commercial buildings and so on? Inside, yeah. Yeah, okay. And who owns this pl- this mega place? Well, the Peterson Companies is actually the developer for the um, entire property. And where are they based? They are based in Fairfax, Virginia, but they have several properties in Maryland and Virginia and the whole um, D.C. region. Okay, and there's there's also some kind of big wheel thing. Tell me about that. I have not seen that either. <laughs> Wheel is actually one of the highlights of our attractions here at National Harbor and for the D.C. area. So it's called the Capitol Wheel, which, you know, we're trying to tie into the whole visitation to the Washington, D.C. area. With um, the sites that you can see at the top of it, you can see Washington, D.C. and some of the monuments. Um, so it's a really a fun thing to do with family or friends while you're uh, visiting here. So it's like a Ferris wheel. Yes. And did you put Robert and Mary on it? I don't know if they wrote it when they were here. We certainly walked around and wow. um, definitely took a look. So um, definitely check in with them. It's, uh, wow. it's a great fun ride. Jackie Saunders is Assistant VP at National Harbor just outside of D.C. Jackie, thank you for the description. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. And we'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. 
Thanks for tuning in, everyone. This is Robert Carey, and what follows is a special encore presentation of RM World Travel as we replay stop number five of our Let's Go America tour from Washington, D.C. on September 11th. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Let's go, America. You know, I often say it is the fastest two hours in travel, and it is. But, wow, today's show has just flown by. We were talking about that during the break. As Mary and I welcome you back to Washington, D.C. and the Four Seasons Hotel. For our J-Block over these next six minutes, we are going to discuss some of the many things you could do in the area when you come visit. Before we introduce you to Colin Moneymaker, a quick message about MyPillow.com. And MyPillow has just added quilts to their ever-growing lineup of quality products. They come in seven great colors and are 30% off with promo code CARRY. MyPillow, Giza, Bed. Giza Dreams bed sheets, uh, also their MyPillow slippers. They're 50% off now. You'll find a number of other specials as well. Go to MyPillow.com, use that promo code CARRY, C-A-R-E-Y, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right. Colin Moneymaker is responsible for the concierge team, the reception team, the front house. He's, He's basically the face of the Four Seasons Hotel Washington, D.C. as their front office manager. We've asked him to join us to discuss some top spots for you to consider when you visit. So, Colin, uh, thank you. By the way, it, it, it could not be a more beautiful day. I realize we it's a little somber of 9-11, but uh, the day could not be more beautiful here. So thank you for dialing that up for us today. Of course. I'm glad it could bring the good weather. You know, we, we do what we can here at the Four Seasons. Well, that's and one more thing. just how to get it done. <laughs> yeah. One more little thing. So, you know, you may have heard us talk earlier. Mary and I, we were married down here in the D.C. Yeah. area. We lived here for a period before returning to the New York City area in the late 90s. Uh, you know, we've been back many times over the years. We truly enjoy this part of the country. I know you are a Virginian, a local. Uh, so you know, I enjoy politics, I enjoy history, this area is certainly rich in both, but I want to start with some places that you like to rec recommend to visitors, and let's start right here in the Georgetown area. Yeah, of course. You know, we are located right at the entrance to Georgetown, so I really, I can't think of a more, uh, uh, just a more solid base to kind of explore the neighborhood. Literally, you come out of the front doors of the hotel, take a left, and, you know, you have Georgetown at your fingertips. Um, I mean, first of all, just the main drag of, of M Street, I mean, just tons of boutiques, shops cafes um, and you know what's actually really nice too as well if, if you get off of the main drag of M Street and just kind of go up into the side streets Thomas Jefferson Street N Street O Street where JFK and Jackie Kennedy lived um, you can kind of just get lost it's very picturesque very beautiful tree-lined streets um, you know all the historic brick townhomes um, one of my favorite things to do actually specifically though is um, you know there's a kind of a nautical theme to Georgetown if you go down to the waterfront um, it's kind of this beautiful promenade, yeah. uh, tons of restaurants, the boats come up and dock, um, and you just have this amazing vista. You can see the Watergate complex, obviously infamous in you know, DC history. You see the beautiful Kennedy Center. Uh, you can see the um, Jefferson Memorial in the background, the planes overhead landing at DCA Reagan Airport. And then if you keep going down, there's a place called the Keybridge Boathouse. You can actually rent kayaks. Um, canoes, things like that, paddle boards, and you can actually come down the Potomac and just see that monument. We saw some of that we yesterday. We saw yeah. so many people that out yesterday. doing it's that beautiful. yesterday. It's inexpensive. It's great for yeah. you know young, old. Um, it's one of my favorite activities. It's good exercise, and uh, yeah, it's just a unique way to see the city. It's beautiful yeah. down there. Thank you. Paid a great picture of Georgetown. Yeah. So. Uh, Colin, if someone wants to come and expand on their experience uh, at the nation's capital for maybe like a long weekend here in D.C., yeah. what are some top recommendations that you think they must see before they leave? Of course. I mean, well, obviously, the National Mall is kind of the heart of the city, um, about a mile uh, east of the hotel. So you can walk or, you know, five minute, you know, ride in the house car and Uber. Um, expansive, expansive mall. I mean, and what's great, especially, you know, in the land of COVID, which, you know, we're obviously still navigating. Um, it's, it's great for... Uh, 
for the guests because it's wide open spaces and you can see basically just I mean all the way down the mall the Washington Monument the Jefferson Memorial the Lincoln Memorial the White House is right there which is great because they've removed some of the fencing from um, from the past year so you can get actually some great pictures all the way down to the far end is the Capitol building which is actually my personal favorite building I don't think enough people go there um, to be honest um, but you can actually do tours of the rotunda building in the Capitol um, it takes a little bit of legwork you do have to kind of contact um, one of your um, uh, representatives to get mm -hmm. to get inside but it's worth it's totally worth the the legwork if you will to get inside the rotunda you actually see where they you know conduct conduct Congress I mean it's just right. nothing more Washington than that and then while you're over there as well another favorite of mine is in Capitol Hill actually kind of reminds me of Georgetown um, a little bit more residential and I don't think enough people get out there so if you are gonna go to that end of town where the Capitol building is uh, the Supreme Supreme Court is right there as well I can add um, there's a place called Eastern Market I think this beautiful outdoor um, basically it's a bazaar so they just have you know foods from all over the world flowers um, coffee beans I mean you name it every Sunday um, open-air market it's just a really kind of um, authentic experience and Colin, uh, you like living here yeah. don't you I love living yeah, here. I six years on clearly yeah. hear but when this. you're talking that's about great. that that's the thing about Washington I mean most people think all right it's the center of of the universe, if you will, from a power, political power, and yeah. it is. Oh, we we get that, um, regardless of who's in power. But the, but the fact is, there are so many things to do. And the other thing that I would say about Washington D.C., there are some great neighborhoods. We, you know, you yeah. think about Dupont Circle in the area, Very diverse, yeah. Adams Morgan, Foggy Bottom. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even, even, old, old Town Alexandria, you can get out to. Absolutely. And, and Chevy Chase. So all these different places. Uh, but the Georgetown area where you are, you you are certainly in the middle of it all. It's a great area. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's we didn't really nice cover the Smithsonian museums today. There are so many. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, of course, you know, the Smithsonians are there. Yeah. National zoo. The zoo. The zoo, great free yeah. air and space museum. You know, actually, yeah. fun fact as well, if you want to, uh, this is a kind of a neat thing I give to guests. There's a there's another air and space museum that's actually located at Dulles. Uh, Dulles yes. yeah. So it's a little bit of a trek, but people right. go there. They have the Concord. It's, it's amazing. Well, let's say that, yeah. well, Colin, all good information. We yeah. thank you very much. Thank for you for having Thank me. you for the hospitality. We appreciate that. And folks, we want to Thank all of you for being part of today's broadcast. Mary, again, fastest two hours in travel. It Once again, was. It was great to be back in the DC right area. Along. Folks, as we come to the end of today's live broadcast here on September 11th, uh, again, you know, a somber day, uh, but hopefully uh, today's show gave you a little bit more information on Washington and entices you to come, you know, experience travel. That's a wrap for Stop 5 on the Let's Go America Tour. Next week, we're back in studio with you. As we said with Mark earlier, Stop 6 will be on October 2nd in Maui. Until we do it again next week at this time, special thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary, me, and Rudy. Thanks to everyone here on Property at the Four Seasons. Thanks to our show team, networks, affiliates, and sponsors. And to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one radio show. Have a great week, everyone, and let's go, America. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.